Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Truth. Truth. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence by the military-industrial complex. Are the Bible's prophecies today's reality? This could be the sign that signals the return of Christ. World leaders are working behind the curtains. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. Secret societies, secret oaths, secret proceedings. Now, get ready for an hour of truth that will make you think. We'll examine Bible prophecy and see how close we are to the return of Jesus Christ for His church. You're in the zone. Politics, Israel, the Middle East, the revised European superstate, and more. All in the zone. This is the Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. We're following. New Yorkers can now apply for the new enhanced driver's license. Before the Melissa Hunger Mind at the police have only been available for a couple of hours, but already more than 100 New Yorkers have applied for the new enhanced driver's license. Officials say that they'll make crossing borders like here at the Peace Bridge safer and faster. Now, starting June 2009, federal law will require you to either have the enhanced driver's license or passport to enter into the U.S. from Canada, the Caribbean, or Bermuda. Now, the new enhanced driver's license has a special radio frequency check inside that will make it faster at the border crossing. Now, for a regular renewal, the enhanced license costs $80. That's $30 more than a regular license, but a passport costs more than $100. Now, a birth certificate will suffice at the border until June 2009, and it will always be accepted for children under 16. Now, it used to be that 8,000 forms of ID were accepted at the border, but come June, it, that number will only be six. So why should a traveler pick an enhanced license over a passport, a Nexus card, or a new passport card? Enhanced driver's license makes the most sense because it is a multiple-use document. Again, citizenship, identity can be used for driving. It surpasses the other applications of all those other documents. And we encourage uh, residents uh, of the state of New York who are U.S. citizens to get one. You don't need to rush in today. 
Yes, it's an exciting day. It's December 16th, probably the first time you've watched to have one. I understand that. But you really don't need it until June of 2009. And once you apply for the enhanced driver's license, you should receive it in about two weeks. Now, when you go to the DMV to apply, you'll need to bring several forms of documentation. And so you're asked to go to the DMV's website or the Erie County Clerk's website to check out what those documents are. It'll make your time at the DMV a lot easier. We linked the Erie County Clerk's website to our website, WIDB.com. Reporting live at the Peace Bridge, Melissa Holmes, News 4 at noon. All right, thanks for the update on that, Melissa. Now, if you still have questions about these new licenses, we'll help you get them answered. Erie County Clerk, Kathy Hogle. Okay, that's an old uh, clip, but I, I I just wanted to play that um, to let you know um, this idea of a biometric chip is an old idea. These these uh, technology companies have been working on this for a long time, so it's nothing new. Um, but the reason why I want to just play that a little bit older clip is to let you know that uh, 2011 or 10, if you saw those like a TV um, program that would have had some family getting the microchip. That might have been an old clip. But, yeah, it's a lot of families going around um, taking on the chip and, and, and really being proud about it. Uh, I don't think there's no, nothing proud about uh, a family um, getting a microchip placed in their arm. Uh, and the reason why I don't think it's funny is because sooner or later you're going to get the government or some form of a bigger entity organization, world government coming inside of your um, pocket and grabbing things out or grabbing information they have no business doing. Of course, there's a lot of crooks out there too uh, that will probably go in your wallet, uh, go in your chip and take out things as hackers. Uh, but that's the very that's the very reason why they have the chip for so so these things won't happen. But every time uh, the government and I'm going to say the government um, come up with some war on terror, war on literacy, war on drugs, it becomes more of the thing that they very thing that you're trying to um, have a war against. So if you if it's war on drugs, they have more drugs. There's more drugs coming in. If it's more on literacy, it's more liter- people who can't read. If it's uh, war on guns, of course, they want to take your guns. And um, that's the way the cookie crumbles. But it's, most of these wars that the government come up against is really trying to make you stupider, make you drugged out, and um, make you a person who don't have any choice but the choices that they give you. Because if they if, if they have a war on literacy and they keep you from not being able to read, and war on literacy doesn't have to be war on you can't read. It, it can be a war placed out there for um, people who they want to numb the brain by sitting you in front of a TV all day and, and actually in reverse saying, okay, we're going to have a war on literacy so people can learn how to read, but we're going to keep the general public stupid because the general public is going to come out and say, well, look, there's a war on literacy. Everybody's going to be smart now. And then what do they do? They come out and and put all these 
uh, sitcoms on where the father's weaker than the mom and and the kids are having sex with the neighbor's daughter and and what whatnot. When they they've been doing that for a long time though, um, I kind of got off track. But uh, the mark of the beast technology is here and it is in play right now, regardless of what people think. Um, so what we're going to be doing on the show today is talking about the Mark of the Beast technology. And a couple of, I think on Sunday, we're going to be talking about um, uh, the Feast of the Lord. Now, the Feast of the Lord is a God's appointed time in history. It is his schedule. And I'm pretty sure you guys will want to tune in to this and want to listen to that um, show. Um, but right now, I'm going to play a clip for you guys. Just stand by. Watchmen, bringing you light in a dark world, 
where truth is rivaled with a lie and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory and when these things begin to come to pass then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Years ago, it was about 
2005, maybe even earlier, churches started getting burned down, especially in the South. And a lot of people was wondering what that was. But I think it was just a mirror effect of the tribulation period. Al-Qaeda will one day become al-Christian. I believe that the Christians during the tribulation period will become the ultimate enemy. And I also believe other religions will be part of the uh, anti-crisis attack. Now, I believe this is the case. If, if the religions don't join together in the anti-crisis pool of religions, then you will become a infidel or an outcast. Uh, now, what is very unique about the antichrist is that people are starting to look at him as to be a Muslim. Whatever he is, the book of Daniel gives a clue, <clears throat> Daniel chapter 11, <clears throat> where it says he would not honor the God of his father. That right there can be connected to he causes all small and great rich and poor to take a mark. It can also be uh, connected to the Antichrist going into the temple saying, I am God. And he elevates himself above every God. So a lot of people out there are wondering how can he be an Islam or uh, now people are missing the point that the moon god Allah was probably Satan masquerading himself. So later on he pulled himself out as uh, Allah and 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 cause the world to worship him because I've always wondered how can the world especially the United States even after the rapture of the church even after there's going to be a lot of underground churches in the world at the time of the tribulation period even after that point I'm wondering everybody in America has probably heard the gospel and I, I was listening to a a a preacher Dr. David Jeremiah on the way to uh, school today, and he was saying that this possibility that everybody in America has heard the gospel. Even if you didn't hear it, you heard it. Sitting in some ceremonies, sitting in some funerals, sitting in some, and a lot of times the funerals, especially for African Americans, is a place where people get preached the gospel. Easter, and you at least heard it once. See, people, when they think about somebody's heard the gospel, they think the fact that they have accepted the gospel. That's not the case. You hear it. His word will not return back void no matter what you do with that word. It's not going to return back void. Now, I'm going to stay on the point today of the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast technology. Now, we know that this this this. If you go to your school, college, or you go to high school, you go watch football or on TV, tattoos are very popular. So people have no problem, I don't think, because there's even old people, older people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s who have tattoos. They will have no problem wearing a mark. Now, I do believe, and we're going to go into this later on, I do believe that the mark 
if it is physical, if it is if it is visible, which I believe it's going to be, will produce a sore. But before it produces a sore, I think that there will be an eternal mark that you can see. And the reason why I believe this is because you're pledging, pledging allegiance to the Antichrist, and he wants you, everybody to know that you belong to him. I'm going to go ahead and finish up with this video. Here we go. Al-Qaeda if we don't take the microchip. Do you know how to keep your children safe? We'll tell you tonight. In the next year, you'll be able to use your teen's cell phone to locate them 24-7. Younger children will get a small global positioning device hidden in their wristwatch or backpack. And just around the next high-tech corner, an electronic chip like this that can be implanted under your kid's skin. Let's say children in your community start wearing wristwatches with GPS devices in them. Can't that only be a good thing for the community if it keeps children safe? I would love that. All right. Uh, we're going to take a, another break. Uh, and we'll be right back. What you just heard was an actual recording of my daughter's heartbeat within my womb. And ever since my husband Jeff saw our moving, active, vibrant daughter by way of live ultrasound image and heard her precious heartbeat within the womb, he's been horrified that we as a society legally kill our children at this stage of life. As a society, we legally kill our children. This is the greatest human rights issue of our day. To join in the conversation, Fridays, 9 to 11, visit WeKillChildren.org and find the show. That's WeKillChildren.org. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gifts of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You're listening to the Prophecy Show. Unbox Talk Radio. Now we don't go blowing up people and killing our enemies because God never told us to do so, but we're literalists in our interpretation of what the Bible says. We believe it verbatim, we believe it verse by verse, chapter by chapter, and we live accordingly. So why is that so hard to believe that Muslims would do the same because the Quran puts no limitations on the violence and the war against those who stand opposed to Islam, where the, the Bible and the New Testament, especially in grace under which we live, Jesus never mandates that we do such a thing. So, you know, they're literalists and we are literalists. Theirs causes them to be violent. Rapture Ready Radio, live on Tuesday and Saturday, and the BB Report live on Thursday. Visit www.raptureadyradio.com for more show information. Hey, everybody out there, my name is Phil Armstrong, and I'd like to invite y'all to join us 
on the Prophecy Zone every Thursday and Sunday as we talk about the soon coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about world events like the Mark of the Beast, Israel, Middle East peace talks, Middle East wars. We're going to be talking about things like the end-time generation that we live in because we are living in the final day. So join us. All right, we're back. I'm going to go ahead and start reading uh, Revelation chapter 13. Now, before we read this, I just want to iterate that I, I think that the only way you can learn prophecy is according to the Bible. You can't, there's no other way you can go outside of prophecy. There are ways. To uh, find out about prophecy by looking at the natural world, and some people out there say stick to the Bible, stick to the Bible. But when you, it's impossible to stick to the Bible unless you say, okay, the Bible's first. I'm going to use the Bible to interpret everything, because it, it's it's saying that what you're saying if you say stick to the Bible is that you don't want us to make any uh or draw any parallels to the mark of the beast that's in the Bible that no man will buy or sell unless he is at the mark. You don't want us to draw any parallel with the natural world. But it's impossible to do that. Because the Bible says that the spirit of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. He is this is how you can tell one one of many ways besides faith, which is a great way, but this is a great great way <clears throat> to tell your in the scripture your faith by seeing prophecies that have been uh, prophesied thousands of years ago coming true, especially Ezekiel thirty eight thirty nine or Daniel uh, chapters seven two and eleven and twelve. It's amazing. To see these things come true Well anyway uh, Let's go ahead We're going to read It says, And I, and this is um, Revelation 13 It says the first beast um, This is the verse So it's entitled the first beast And I stood upon the sand of the sea And saw a beast rise up out of the sea Having seven heads and ten horns And upon his horns seven crowns, oh, excuse me, ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blasphemy. So already they come out rising to the top with blasphemy. Um, Is, when will this beast come out of the sea? Now, through history, we also, well, the number one thing is to go back to uh, Daniel chapter 2 um, Daniel chapter 7 and Revelation 13 of course is to find out when the beast came out of the sea okay we know from Daniel chapter 2 that Babylon was the head of gold Media Persia was the shoulders Greece was the chest and um, Rome were the legs Rome was broken up into two um, 
two power structures, which was Constantinople, uh, which was in Turkey, and Rome, which is in Europe. Then you go down, you see the toes divided, and it's two feet. And each feet has ten, uh, five toes on it. So, without speculating too highly, this is my interpretation. Constantinople was still run the east, and Rome was still run the west. And to further articulate it, instead of being broken up to the uh, instead of being broken up by two, it would be broken up by five into two regions, uh, two sectors. Now, I believe that the Mediterranean Union started by Nikolai Sarkozy could play a big pivotal part in the rise of the Antichrist. Now, I believe that the, this union will be on the stage prior to the tribulation period starting. I also believe that the union <coughs> will be strengthened by the Antichrist. So the union can gain more strength during the tribulation period rather than all have all its strength at the beginning of the tribulation period. But that's made up to speculation. But anyway, um, the beast coming out of the sea will be, in my eyes, the Mediterranean Union. And I could come back in another form. It could be something, another name. It could be anything, anything that these guys, ten kings, decide they want to name it. Now, the Bible says that the Antichrist will come up as a contemporary among them. Now, let's stick with what we came to talk about right now. Let's stick with the mark of the beast. So, in verse two of Revelation thirteen says, "And the beast which I saw was likened to a leopard." And these do correspond to, and it's going backwards of Daniel chapter 7's beast. So you get time, read Daniel chapter 7. This goes backwards, and uh, Daniel chapter 7 goes forward. So one is looking forward into time, one is looking back into time. And his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat. And great authority. Now, at this time, the world will be looking at the dragon, um, and I do believe somehow, some way, the dragon will appear as a uh, colonial image, sort of like the swastika. Uh, that's what I believe. Now, how do you tie it to? Uh, how do you tie it to Islam? I don't know, but I, I, this is just my belief. Maybe later on in the tribulation period, they turn, they, this symbol turns into a dragon. Who knows? But I do know this. Uh, Allah will, or is Satan. You say, well, that's a mean thing to say about their religion. I believe that Allah is Satan. I believe Satan gave himself another name. Another, he made himself another, he made it, created a religion. And this religion is Islam. And it says, And I saw one of the heads as it had been wounded to death, 
and his daily wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. Now, there's nowhere in the Bible that says the Jewish people wondered after the beast. It just said the whole world wondered after the beast. Now, does that include the Jewish people? The Bible says all of the house of Israel will be saved. Now, there's going to be some defectors, uh, and it's defectors in every uh, quarter of race. There's defectors everywhere. There's always defectors. There's a lot of black African-Americans in prison. If you want to call them defected, then fine. If you want to call them somebody hit the slippery slopes, then fine. But there's a, every race. We're, we're humans. We make mistakes. We sin. We do this. We do that. We commit crimes. So every race has its minions, and this is no different. Um, the Jewish people will have people who go to hell eventually, but the majority of the number will be saved. Those who hide in Petra will be saved. Okay, it goes on and says, And I saw one of the heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. Now, either this society, this world society, is completely uh, degenerate, or they're worshipping Allah. Let me repeat myself. Either this, it says, in they worship the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. So either they're worshiping Satan completely, or the whole world is worshiping Allah. Who knows? But we know this, that it does not matter who you're worshiping. If you worship, if you if if you have idol worship, if you worship music, or if you worship going to play golf, if you worship going to the poker games or the bingo games, if you worship these things and put these things before God, it becomes your God. So, my point is, is it does not matter who you're going to worship, but in this time that's coming upon the earth very soon. It's called the tribulation period, which will be seven years. Uh, I don't have any time, folks, to be fussing and arguing with people out there who say they want to argue about the smaller things. Like, is the, I mean, I'm going to correct you, and I'm going to tell you that according to Daniel 9, 26, 27, and the rest of that chapter, the tribulation period is one week or one hat tag. They say that it's uh, just three and a half years. And then they try to say that some people even say we're in the tribulation period now. I say, okay, you really have a poor evaluation of the Bible. And also let me address the individual right quick that keeps coming on for the longest. I have ignored this person for a year, for the two or three years, and this person comes on and calls me a false prophet and things like that. Listen and listen closely. If I told you that the Super Bowl could be February 1st of next year, am I a false prophet? Or am I a false messenger? Part of the English language happens to exclude the word could. If you get all A's on your report card, I could take you to the mall. 
Does that mean you have the ability to take him to the mall, or does this mean you might? You got to think about it, maybe. If I say that Rosh Hashanah is the time when the rapture of the church happens, and I tell you it could happen this year, am I a false prophet? Okay, let's go one step better. Let's evaluate Harold Camping. Harold Camping said that God told him that this was going to happen. Had Harold Camping said, this could happen this year, I'm not sure. It could happen on this date. You think he would be in better shape? What if he wouldn't have said God told him at all? What if he would have just said, I calculated the numbers, and this is a time that God could come? Is he a false prophet or a false teacher? You know how many teachers out there that I listen to, the very ones that accuse Harold Campin of mishapping, misleading people, are the same ones who are Christians who are excited about Chrislam, who is excited about 2012, and these are they, these these two groups are in far different spectrums. They weigh out here. One is way over here. One is way. Over. Who is excited about the purpose driven forty days of love at their church? They're excited about this stuff. But see, they make fun of Harold Camping, but a lot of churches have messed up doctrine. The same ones are saying Harold Camping's bad person. Okay, Harold Camping is a false teacher. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's a false teacher. And the reason why I consider him a false teacher is because he said God told him. Now, if I come up to you, God, oh, false prophet, if I come up, actually both, if I come up to y'all and say, God told me that, first of all, I'm not going to have the word could. I'm just going to say God told me that Jesus Christ will come back this year on Rosh Hashanah. Then I'm a false prophet. Now, if I say to you, Rosh Hashanah is a date that I believe the feast of, on on the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah is the the, the 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 festival that no man knows the damn hour. He can come back on the Feast of Trumpets. Every, and you look at the calendar every year, and that is susceptible. That 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 is a chance that he can come back those days. Now Jesus can come back any day; he can come back today. But if we read the Bible carefully, the Feast of Trumpets—the first time he came, the unleavened bread, first fruits, Passover, and Pentecost—were the first four. And he fulfilled all those. He 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 was buried and rose and resurrected on the first of those feasts, and the church was formed on Pentecost. Now there are three feasts left: Feast of Trumpets, Feast of Yagapur, and Feast of Tabernacles. On these three feasts, there's going to be things that happen. Now, if, I, if I'm a thousand percent sure the rapture is going to happen on the feast of uh, on Rosh Hashanah, Feast of Trumpets, it's a two-day event. That means it's 48 time zones. Nobody knows the day and hour. So whenever it happens, if it's 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, it could happen this year. Am I a false prophet? It could happen. 
Now, am I going to sit up here and pre- I've never said anything like this. So I've said this one time. I've actually iterated one time. And I don't, I, I just don't, I think it's a waste of time to try to tell somebody if I tell you, you could have diarrhea tonight. Am I wrong? You could. Now, do I go and teach it every day? Now, if I go and teach it every day, then maybe you could read into it a little bit. But this jerk, Brother Jerk, I'm just going to call him Brother Jerk. I pray for him, but Brother Jerk is always on somebody's um, uh, page, somebody's, you know, trying to clean people up. You already know he's false because he's chasing after people who... He has no idea. He calls Brother Michael Parker or somebody a false fire. I mean, come on. You listen to Brother Michael Michael shows, you, you, you're going to get fed. So I'm not going to say nothing else more, but I am going to finish this show up right quick. The reason why I said that, broke that, broke, broke in and said all that, because in future shows, I will not address any other issues. Starting now, I'm going to pretend as if I'm not on Blog Talk Radio because a lot of times I've listened to some old shows and we I have addressed issues that pertain to Blog Talk Radio. Can y'all hear me in the chat room? Can you hear me here? Can you hear me there? Blah, 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 blah. I'm opening up a different account for Blog Talk Radio, so I'm going to have to handle jerks all the time. I'm going to have to handle with some, like the one I have on Prophecies on Radio News. We're not going to, I'm not on my shows, talk about, <clears throat> you know, technical problems. If I have technical problems, I have them. Because I need to use this um, recording somewhere else. I need to use this recording somewhere else. I need to use this recording on, on YouTube. I need to use this recording. Now, sometime I may address problems, but a lot of times uh, I'm not going to address any problems. But anyway, let's get back to the lesson. And uh, and one one more thing. Um, So when we do, when I say I'm going to talk, we're not going to have an hour hour and a half show talking about the Mark of the Beast. But I just haven't done a long show in a while. And most of my shows are going to be 15 minutes. And I'm going to discipline myself to do a 15 minute show. Sometimes I do 15 minutes. Some some days I'm do 15 an hour long, but chop the show up into 15 parts, or I mean 10 parts or seven parts, 15 parts. That's a long part. Uh, but the mark of the beast technology is going to be issued in the second half of the tribulation period. So no man will buy or sell. Now, I want y'all to put yourself in this position for a minute of not being able to eat, not being able to buy your 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 family the things that they need. Uh, when you get hungry, you get hungry. And it's going to be hard to say to the government, especially if you're a people pleaser, I think the most dangerous thing that you can be right now before the tribulation period begins is a people pleaser. I know a lot of people pleasers. I know people who have cousins and friends and, you know, relatives who, when they get around people, they seem to sort of melt and they agree with everything the person is saying. If you like that, say, where do you get that from? That's a stupid and I'll know it isn't. Because if you're a people pleaser, you're going to get around 
after the rapture of the church, after all this stuff took place, you're going to get around people who they're going to make you feel comfortable with the fact that everything's going to be okay. Instead of saying, okay, we need to find God, they're going to be saying, okay, we can work together, but, you know, you got to get over this. This really didn't happen. This is this is what happened. If you stay with people who believe that they know what happened, like UFOs, aliens, or, you know, my mom used to work at a power plant, and now, look, these people got disintegrated. It's a possibility of happening. Are you serious? A body just vanishing out of thin air? All your kids are gone? No, you need to put two and two together. I see my, I got my son and his friend right in the backyard playing right now. And I'm thinking to myself, if I wasn't saved, what if they just vanish right now? You know how long of a day that's going to be, folks? That's going to be a long day. I mean, if it does happen in the fall, which I believe it is, call me a false prophet, please. Uh, and by the way, go study Leviticus 23. And, and and if I'm a false prophet, then write me a letter, you know, and I'll let you know. I, I would agree with you, and I repent. But as far as being a false prophet, if you want to say that I believe that the, the, the rapture will happen on Rosh Hashanah, you need to read the Bible a lot more than you think. A lot of people out there is interpret. I've heard some of the weirdest stuff since I've been doing the radio program. I've heard some the weirdest stuff. I've heard some things, and, and, and what behooves me and what gets me is a lot of people go after the obvious, like um, uh, pastors who are falling from homosexuality, or they're falling uh, Eddie Long, or or the one individual from Colorado, Haggard. I mean, they look at that. And they say, oh, look at these people. They're hypocrites. They're sleeping with men and all this. And then they don't, they sort of just make themselves their own a comfort zone. I, and I think I kind of lost my train of thought. But they create their own comfort zone. And this is why my shows are so, um, I, 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 I understand that this is what I believe that people will at the end times do like Lot's wife did and look back. Now, what I what do I mean by that? I think the same thing I was just explaining about the individual in the tribulation period where they become a people person, a people pleaser. I believe that as long as you rationalize what everybody else is saying and you believe the lie that is being told to you, you're going to believe whatever you're told. I mean, if you're the type of person who is a people pleaser and you're at the grocery store line and you're talking about, girl, did you see that happen on, you know, did you see that happen? Or you're talking to a strange, complete stranger and you start getting into politics and, and your husband or your wife who know the truth, you look at you like you're crazy when you're talking to somebody, a stranger, you're just full of crap. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess what I'm saying is I, I, I don't, phony people will not enter the kingdom of God. I made that one up. Phony balonies will not 
enter the kingdom of God, people who want to please everybody, people who don't, and the people with a backbone ain't going to make it. Because you're always trying to, if you go, I, I used to have, when I used to go to school, I used to go to school, and you, the Friday before a, a big game or a big boxing match, you would listen to this person say, Sugar Ray Leonard going to beat Tommy Hearn. Sugar Ray Leonard going to beat Tommy Hearn. And you go to, and once Sugar, Tommy Hearns beat Sugar Ray Leonard, you go back to school the next Monday, and that person swear up and down, he said, Tommy Hearns going to beat Sugar Ray Leonard. Those type of people are people pleasers, and they will take the mark. I'll take the mark. Go watch um, Thief in the Night. I'll take the mark. I'll take the mark. I'm going to have her on here. I'm going to have her. I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her. I'm going to get that clip, and I'm going to play it all the time on my show. I'll take the mark. I'll take it. There's going to be a lot of people say, I'll take it. I want me a burger. I want a hamburger. Give me a sloppy hamburger. I'll take the mark. I bet you will take the mark. <laughs> the mark. Oh, my goodness. All right. What could you do if you missed the rapture? Meteorologists are lost Aren't forged are real. 
And like I said, a lot of this is for the American people. Let me go and read the scriptures. So uh, we got 38 minutes left, so I'm going to go ahead and read the scriptures. Now, in verse 4, it says, And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worship the beast, saying, "Who is likened to the beast? Who is who? Did you see that? You know the beer sales go up, and the pizza sales go up, and food sales basically go up. But I don't know about that time. Um, but when World War Three breaks out, which has already sort of started, but when it breaks out, and y'all, I'm not prophesying when any day." I believe that World War Three is near, and if you listen to the Bilderberger, which I'm going to do a show on that pretty soon, if you listen to the Bilderbergers, the results from the Bilderbergers meeting, they want to expand the world war in the Middle East. Now, I don't know if this expansion is just going to get some, somewhat bigger and we got another year or two. Could be. Okay? But um, the, the Bible speaks. It says in verse 4, Revelation 13, says, Who is likened to the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Now, remember, in Revelation chapter 6, he comes out with a bow but no arrow. So, remember that the middle of the tribulation period is when he receives a mortal wound. And the wound was healed. And it says, and I believe at that moment, he becomes a warlike uh, individual who and the Bible says he uh, worshipped the god of forces which typically could mean uh, military forces and that is found in Daniel chapter 11 later part and it says in verse 5 it says and there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies and power was given unto him to continue 40 and 2 months Okay, and it says, and he opened his mouth and blessed him against God to bless him his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. Now, let me explain to y'all one thing. First of all, the word church is not mentioned after chapter four. So the word church was mentioned 19 times in the first three chapters. Then after that, and um, it's not mentioned later into chapters uh, like 20 and something. 1920. But here it says here in verse 6 of uh, Revelation 13, it says, and he opened his mouth and blasphemed against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle. So he's getting serious with God. And them that dwell in heaven. What does he have to do with them that, that dwell in heaven? So you mean to tell me the Antichrist is reneged on his lie that he told earlier? That so say, well, he he says, and he should show them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Whose lie? So, what do you think the Antichrist reason for the rapture of the church will be? So, for those who believe that there is no rapture, just little verses. People don't like little verses, but I don't blame them either because. But then they come with the wrong reasons for like, hey, you know. Just like in little verses, because the scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept, you need to use the whole Bible here a little, there a little, and different books of the Bible, 
you need to be able to find more than just two or three witnesses. You need to find a whole thing that back up your 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 theology. But it says here, in them that they are with, I mean, excuse me, in them that dwell in heaven. What does the Antichrist have to do with them that dwell in heaven? How does he even know if he's an atheist or even if he's a, you know, a, a Greek-like figure who loves different gods, the god of forces? And why, does they, why does he say, in them that dwell in heaven? Do you believe in the middle of the tribulation period, maybe the Antichrist figures, hey, these people are already took the mark, they already destined for for hell, so I might as well tell him and blaspheme the, or maybe he's being sarcastic. See, he's blaspheming those that are in heaven. Now, for those who people, those those un, those, those neo rapture mites, or you want to call them, uh, don't believe that there's a rapture. Why is he blaspheming the people that are in heaven? And why isn't the word church mentioned anymore after chapter four? You can just take those two and run with it. Why did he tell the church of Philadelphia, I will keep you out of the time of testing? So we have to look at some of these things, and we have to be careful at how we pursue the answer to Scripture. And it says, And it was given unto him to make war with the saints. Now the saints is the called out ones. So the 144,000 spoken of in chapter 7 uh, illustrates that they testimony worked. Well, we're going to take a break, and um, I'm going to take a quick break, and I will be right back. You're entering the prophecy zone where truth will be reviled. You're entering the zone where truth is more stranger than fiction. You're entering the zone where you'll find that good is evil, blue is red, black is white, and truth alive. You're entering the zone where you'll find that every human is in a race of his or her soul, and truth is more stranger than fiction. Wars. The mark of the beast. Israel. The European super state. The rapture of the church. And more. Don't be afraid to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. went out very quickly. And y'all probably heard me talking to my son. I don't even know if I even pushed the button. That was weird. Uh, well, anyway, let's go back and finish Revelation 13. And, and in future shows, I'm just going to read it clear through first. And verse 8 says, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose name are not written in the book of life, of the Lamb's Slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth unto captivity shall go into captivity, and he that killeth with a sword must be killed with a sword. Here is patience in the faith of the saints. And in verse 11, 
talks about the second beast, and it says, And I behold, another beast cometh up out of the earth, and he hath two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. Now, people, this individual is probably going to be, and, and um, could be, a pro, could be. He could be the next Pope. And we'll go into that even on the show. But uh, Brenda Johnson, I think, Brenda Johnson or Chris, uh, one of my hosts, Chris Week, has a good um, grip on the Pope. I think it's Brenda Johnson. I don't, I don't remember who it was. But um, anyway, uh, now it says in verse 12 and he exercised all the power of the first beast before him and caused the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly one was healed and he doeth great wonders <coughs> so that he <coughs> makes a fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of man and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles. So these people are going to be falling for the miracles. And keep in mind that the current church today, especially the charismatic movement, is always looking for miracles. You say, what does that have to do with? Yeah, they always looking for miracles. Uh, Laodicean church, it says you're rich. You need nothing. Could that be the case? Satan will bless you as long as you bow to him. What did he say? He told Jesus, if you bow to me, I give you all this. Well, a lot of people in the charismatic men, uh, and they would address it. Benny Hinn said, uh, I don't want it. And, and by and by in the sky later on, I want it now. Well, that's exactly what he's going to get. He's getting uh, he's getting his heaven right now. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure the hell's going to be a long time after that. Long lasting time. And it says, and deceive them that dwell on the earth, verse verse 14, by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. And uh, there's somewhere... And in the minor prophets, where uh, it might not even be the minor prophets, I'll look it up. Um, it's uh, the it's talking about some some commentaries say that it's talking about the Antichrist and he will lose the ability of his right eye and his left hand. I think um, that's the way. It might even be reversed. It might be his left eye and his right hand. Uh, my my best guess is probably his right hand if he's right-handed because God God is going to punish him. But uh, it says, and he had power to give life to the image of the beast. Now, what is this image of the beast? Uh, you know what? I, I was watching, uh, and I don't like the cuss words, so I probably won't watch it no more. But I was watching Battle for Los Angeles, and um, like I say, I have to beep out the customers, they should make them they you know what, they should actually make movies that have that have already have these cuss words altered so people can watch it 
But, you know, this is not a Christian nation anymore. It's a Christian nation. No, it isn't. Or else you wouldn't have no movies with cuss words in it. But that's beside the point. Is half Christian Christian? I guess. Well, I'm not even going to go there. All right. Um, so I was watching Battle for Los Angeles, and these aliens were fighting against um, the police for the military. And I kind of thought, uh, so I went over Revelations, and I was reading Revelations, and um, I cannot get over the similarity, similarities of, and I'm going to do a show, that's why I'm not going to mention the scripture or anything, but I'm going to do a show on this, the similarities of the monsters or the aliens, of course, these are going to be demons, they're always going to be demons, like the uh, the locusts that looked like we had yellow hair, blonde hair, and they had teeth, and they had scorpions and uh, scorpions' tails, or even uh, in the book of Joel, it talks about these uh, the, uh, a group of uh, creatures, and they and they scale up the wall, they go over the wall, they fly, and they. Well, I'm going to do a show on that, and, and, and the reason why is because it's a similarity between some of these science fiction movies. Could the, could the tribulation period be a lot different than even what Christians think about the tribulation period? Because just on that basis alone, they say they sting you and you can't die for five months. Huh, wow. They sting you and you can't die for five months. Isn't that weird? So if you blow yourself, if you blow your head off, you cut your hand off, you're gonna be in that you're gonna be in pain for months. So if you jump off a building and whatever pain you incur, that's the pain you're gonna have to deal with for five months until you die. That's crazy. Now I don't know if you can't die if everybody because I'm gonna have to read that scripture. I'm gonna meditate on that scripture. I don't know if you die. If you if you jump off a building, you, now if you get bit by the, I think if you get bit by the scorpion, then you jump off the building, then you hit the ground, then you can't die. But uh, that's gonna be painful. Anyway, verse sixteen, and he calls them all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in his right hand or in his forehead, and that no man might buy or sell. Save he that has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here's wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. So it is coming a time upon the earth, the one that you just heard George Bush talk about, and I'm hopefully y'all can hear that clearly. Um, and the one earlier takes that you've heard earlier, uh, uh, that the mark of the beast technology is coming. Here's a here's a quick little scene right here. Let's listen to this. And to the idea that, as uh, uh, I said, and I just want to get your reaction to it. Sure. I've said that you cannot reform immigration meaningfully if you can't control it. Okay. And you can't control it if you cannot control our borders. Can you tell me what's wrong with that view? 
No, nothing wrong with that, Bjorn. I think we are going to control our borders a lot more effectively. We have a biometric card for all new guest workers. It's, 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 it's kind of impenetrable, right, so that we can make sure that no one's working here illegally, so employers know who to hire and not to hire, number one. Number two, we want sophisticated measures on our borders and to put the kind of money and dollars that... I'm going to play another short clip for y'all. Hopefully this one comes out okay. I don't know. The last thing the men behind the curtain want is a conscious, informed public capable of critical thinking, which is why a continually fraudulent zeitgeist is output via religion, the mass media, and the educational system. They seek to keep you in a distracted, naive bubble. And they are doing a damn good job of it. In 2005, in a range. I did not want that password in there. Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 7. He causes all those small, great, rich, poor, free, and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead that no man, my buyer, shall say they have the mark, the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Now look here. There are three things linked to this system. What this is, this is an economic system that develops when the Antichrist gets in full swing. And you have to have a name or a number. Now, how many of you know you're already known by your number? You got a license plate number. You got a phone number. You got a social security number, right? You got a street address number. I mean, let's just face it. We're not known by our name. Call somebody up. What's your number? What's your credit card number? What's your PIN number? What's your bank number? What's your number, 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 number? Forget the name. You're known by your number already. But this gets more specific because it tells you that the mark is put in the hand. Now, before, you, before we share this with you and show you this, when the World Wide Web came into existence, it connects the entire world. It is the most phenomenal thing for preaching the gospel there has ever been. But how many of you know it can also be used for the opposite? We're finding that out, aren't we? Like the Craigslist killers. We're finding out it can be used for bad. But if you take the letters of World Wide Web and translate them to Hebrew, it's the letter Vav, Vav, Vav. Very simple. Look, look at this. And the Vav happens to be the sixth letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And so WWW translated back to Hebrew is Vav, 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 which are simply three letters, 666. Now, do I say the Internet is that? Well, not really, because that's not a mark in your head or in your hand. Someone said, yeah, but you got a mouse in your hand moving around. No, 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 no. No, 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 that's not it. What this is, six is always the number of man or the number of mankind. This is simply showing you that this worldwide system is a man-made system that links man together. It's about man, anthropos in Greek, and man. However, I want to show you something. I want to show you a scanner. Now, this is, this is very similar to what I saw at Disney, not the same one. But if you've ever been to Disney, we went to Disney. This is about two years ago. And they, if you sit on a resort there, they give you a card. All right, we're going through, and they say, would you insert your card and take your right hand and lay it on this scanner? I'm thinking, what is this? So I got my hand there, and I said to the guy, I said, what does this do? He said, it's a hand scanner. I said, I understand that voice is doing it. Here's what it does. On your card, if you'll notice, there's a little, like, a, it's not a chip, but it's, it's a, almost like a chip on the back. It's a small square area. And he says, this scanner puts numbers on all your fingerprints. And he said, then it's transferred to the car. So if you come, if somebody steals your car and tries to get in the park, all we do is put their right hand 
on the scanner, and we can say to them, uh, ma'am, ma that's not your card. Where did you, where did you get that card? Because your, your numbers of your print are embedded on the card. I said, isn't that interesting? Thank Jesus. Now, in the, nat listen, in the natural, it's a great idea. you got to admit, nothing, listen, nothing wrong with that technology because it's a great idea. Watch where it leads. Ready? Now, let me just give you this information again. Revelation 13 says there is a mark in the right hand or in the forehead. Now, this is bizarre. I want you, these are actual x-ray pictures. There is an RFID chip implant that over 2 million people now have. And it is implanted in one or two places. Most people have it implanted right between the thumb and the pointing finger in this area here. But you can also see where it's implanted here. It's the size of a piece of rice. Information, all this information about your history, your medical history, your Social Security card, all of that can be put very quickly on this chip. Now, I want to tell you a story that's a little hairy. I want you to prepare yourself for this because this is a little bit hairy. A friend of mine flew on a plane with a man who is a doctor who is on the United States Medical Board. There's a board for, for, you know, for the whole United States, the Medical Association. And he was flying from Pennsylvania, and I'm careful when I preach because they'll, what they will do is try to find out the flight, who the preacher was, and that's why I don't give names, because you can't believe, folks, what we've had to deal with. That's why I'm vague, vague sometimes. The doctor is talking to the preacher, not knowing he's a preacher, and he says, I'm going to Orlando to meet with 3,000 doctors about the new chip. He said, what new chip? And he said, well, and he explained this right here, and he said, he talked about there's a lithium battery, he said, but we've already tested it, in people, and some blood types would reject it. Wonderful. It's funny. Some blood types would reject it. He said, but we think we've got it perfected now. He said, well, what's it for? They said, right under the hairline. This is Prophecy Zone Radio. Enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Your end time watchman. Bringing you light in a dark world. Where truth is rivaled with a lie. And the Matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days, so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy, so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. All right, that was uh, uh, 
couple of intros, but we're going to go ahead and uh, speak to y'all for a few more minutes, and then we're going to go off. Um, so our format will be changing pretty much uh, on the show. We're just going to be uh, covering issues, and, and we're going to not have any chat rooms, not on this current show, but we're going to have another account on Blog Talk Radio where we um, will uh, talk about um, the news, the immediate news, and we're going to probably just go ahead and combine the two together, or three. Uh, I also have a show called The Common Salvation that I want to start doing again. Pretty soon, uh, so just stick with us and, and let us uh, together proclaim the gospel. So please share the uh, show. Um, please uh, Facebook us on, on the front page if you like the show. Also Facebook us, um, um, share us on Facebook. Uh, on our front page and also on our show page if you enjoy the show and also tweet us because uh, that, that helps us get out there and let people know that we are uh, in existence uh, so if you like the show once again please um, Facebook us or tweet us now we are in the end times we have no idea what year uh, for those who say that um, your date setter because you say this. I mean, God actually wants us to wake up every morning and say this could be the day. You know, but a lot of people are looking at Harold Campbell as a negative, while most churches don't preach um, about Bible prophecy at all. And I think you are uh, taken away from your uh, your members the. Uh, the chance to rejoice that Jesus is coming back, and, uh, and some of your members think this world's going to continue on until they have their last breath at 70 years old. You know, but, uh, there's a lot of people that go to church and proclaim that they love God, but to me, I see a lot of people who love the world. Uh, I think a lot of people who um, and I've even seen people who have cancer or some disease or something, uh, or their life, you know, they've been through tragedy, who if you told them Jesus was coming, they would look at you like you were crazy. And it's, like, it's as if it's it's not a hope that they have that Jesus is coming, that they won't have to suffer. That <coughs> they won't have to suffer. But... um. If I had cancer, I'd be like, Jesus, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Um, now, if it's something where the cancer is going to build a new person or a new, a new me, it's going to help me grow closer to the Lord, then that's fine. But after that's all said and done, take me. And even if, uh, but I'm a fight. Of course I'm a fight to live longer uh, that's human nature. Uh, that's human nature. You need you. You're gonna fight. So um, that that'll be kind of stupid to say you're not gonna fight. 
we all going to fight. We're going to want to live to see the kingdom come on this earth. Uh, Jesus is the target. The kingdom of God is the target. And we're going to be talking about some of these movements that want to bring the kingdom of God to the earth. Uh, and who think that they're going to restore the kingdom of God to the earth, uh, which they're not. Now, I hope y'all can hear me because uh, I, I'm i hoping, hold on for a second. Okay. okay. Okay, so I had some technical difficulties, but we're going to go ahead and end the show right now. God bless y'all. Um, please stay tuned for the next Prophecy Zone. We're probably going to do one on Saturday, but stay tuned. Uh, we're going to have an interesting show. We're going to start inviting guests back on. So God bless y'all. Have a wonderful day.